texter to the show, Josh. I just want to make this very clear. I agree with the the last texter. Um, from the four hundred five. You're quite the little turncoat, Plank, to show your love for KC because Kelsey had too many bush lights when he was eighteen. Breaks my silver and black heart. Shame. Fair <laughs> point. Right now, my strong s- counter argument. My silver and black heart's kind of broken. It's like I. Uh, it's been a rough run for me as a Raiders fan. I mean, I don't expect any of your sympathy. I mean, you guys, I, I, I get to sit here and complain about my NFL team. There's much larger problems in the world today. But I don't believe in our coach. I've, I've turned on our owner. I don't think they're going to re-sign Josh Jacobs. They're going to have to cut Derek Carr because they benched him the last two weeks and they showed their hand. If they would have continued to build him up and play him, I mean, geez. All the risk is too much because of an injury. Yeah, because you didn't invest in the offensive line, you dopes. You know, someone on the overnight show this weekend said, I want to build like the Niners did. And using You had all those draft picks. You had all those draft picks. Every single one of them you had. And you chose Clee Farrell and Jonathan Abram. Yep, da. Ed Oliver would look really good in the silver and black right now. Josh Allen, not the quarterback, missed would look really good. Missed opportunity after missed opportunity. Alex Leatherwood? I mean, come on. Henry Ruggs when you could have had CeeDee Lamb? Mm. I can't even do it. I can't even do it. Anyway. Sooner, Gundy, you're going to – I mean, listen, I'm in the mood. Don't t- If you send a text that says Raiders suck, you're getting blocked. <laughs> it's blocked. I'm just telling I'm in a very happy, good place right now. Uh, I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the fact that I've got to call some college basketball games with Jenny Baranchek's team. That, that team brings me a lot of joy. Um, the journey begins on Wednesday for us, traveling for softball. I get to do a, a show with one of my, my best buds every single day here. We got national radio shows we get to do. Life is good. We got two beautiful daughters. I got a son that... You know, text me when he needs money. Off to college. That's love right there. Got got an ex-wife that I'm kind of getting along with a little bit better now. Got a wife that I dig. My girlfriend's in a good spot right now. So we're in a good place with life. But no, in all seriousness. I'm glad your girlfriend's doing well. She's doing good. Um, but in all seriousness, there's really like one missing piece. And that's the level of suck that is the Vegas Raiders. Josh, we made the playoffs last year. Ugh. The good news is there's really positive things happening. I, I will say – I know, right? I will say there is – there's two ways to turn this, okay? There's, there's two ways to turn this. Number one uh, – and I don't know if signing Aaron Rodgers is it or trading for him because I do think the Jets are going to overspend. But the the moving up to draft Bryce Young – I'm all in on Bryce Young right now. That would I, make me happy. Was it Matt Miller's mock where he has Detroit doing that? Yeah, he has Detroit moving up. Trading up. To get him. Uh, but then again, that same, I don't want to trade a future pick because if Bryce Young sucks, then you can get Caleb Williams next year. <laughs> and then there's the other part of me that's okay with, you know, drafting the best defense. If Will Anderson falls to there or he's not going to. Or Jordan Davis take them and, you know, build that defense up and tank to get Caleb or uh, why did I just space in the North Carolina kids? Drake name? May. Drake May. So, yeah, that's, um, 
That's good. You're right, Sooner Gundy. You just you just worked yourself back in the rotation. <laughs> he said they should have kept that coach from last season. Rich Basaccia. If Rich Basaccia goes to the Colts, I'm going to have a little sit down with Drake and Toby to see if I can become a Colts fan. I like that dude a lot. But no, it's been, as Dusty Rhodes once said, hard times. Ric Flair, you put hard times on the Dusty Rhodes family. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what direction, what shape this offseason takes for them in the draft. And then, I mean, are they going to be active in trying to get an Aaron Rodgers, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, Kendall brings up a, a fair point on my complaint about gap years. He writes, I don't think Tom Brady has to worry about money. See, again, whenever I was a little kid, there was this test that we had to take, and it was called the Iowa Basic Skills Test. And there was a part of it that was called comprehension. I don't think y'all were comprehending what I was saying. I have no problem with Tom Brady taking a gap year. I do. Do you, you really? Yeah, because he's already got half a gap year. Are you kidding me? What's he doing these next six months? He's been on vacation. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's only a 17-week season, Tom, with the playoffs. I mean, um, what, what's he doing? How much more time you need? My complaints with gap years is whenever I hear someone out of high school or college that says they're taking a gap year. I'm going to take a gap year after high school. To, to do what? To mooch off your parents? Go work. Get a job, kid. Yeah, broken arrow, fat boy goes up easily. Bum off mommy and daddy. <laughs> Bum off mommy and I, daddy and party That's a good you. point. By tr- I'm sorry. I, I'm just living on the text line right now. Um, I can't afford a gap week. True tr- sooner. I can barely afford a gap day. Right? We're traveling on Wednesday for softball, and I have to miss a show. I'm. That's a pretty good little chunk of change for me. So, yeah, I, I feel you. Did I tell you I planted a tree in my yard this week? Did I mention that yesterday? You, you didn't mention it. I, I knew you were in the business for purchasing a tree. I need to get the. Uh, I need to get our our crew over. Oh, um, who who are, who are my peeps in Goldsby? Markham's. I need to get Monty over to see how I did. Mar- Monty or his. Uh, two incredible daughters and their awesome son-in-laws. You know who's a true man, Josh Elmer. Who's that? Tommy Bacon. That's a that's a man's man right there. Get Tommy over. But it, I'm I'm gonna tell you something right now. It's the most accomplished I've ever felt. I can planting na- the tree. I and well, first of all, let's let's rewind just a second before we get to sports. Get to sports guy. Chill out for give me five minutes here, tops. <laughs> first of all, I. I get a note from the fan. They're like, hey, we're going to buy an apple tree. It was right in the middle of our show, was it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Was that yesterday? I think it was like Friday. Okay, I was going to say it had to be last week. It had to be last week, right? right? I get a text. said we're going to get an apple tree, we're going to get a peach tree, and we're going to get a fig tree. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what the hell a fig is. So we're getting, like, what, fig newtons are going to be growing in our backyard. So we're getting a fig tree, a peach tree, and an apple tree. And I don't know about you, but in my mind, I envision like a – a tree that's got a, a trunk a little bit and like this little bit of dirt underneath it and you plant the thing in the ground and it's already kind of growing. It was like three sticks that they gave us with roots on it. I'm like, what? That That's the tree? It's going to grow. He's like, it's going to grow. I'm like, that's, this thing's not going to survive when it rains out. <laughs> I'm not even, so first of all, I'm- You're I'm, entrusting this to me? I'm shook by that. Because it's literally, it's a stick with some roots on it. And and it is going to grow, 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 and it's going to be amazing. I hope so. But I went out and I dug the hole three feet wide, went a little deeper in it, and 
put it all in there and did so, all the watering. So speaking of roots, are you guys planting your roots at that address over there? I guess so. Because right? I mean, if you're it's, if you're buying trees, I mean, are you? I thought you guys were maybe thinking about going somewhere else. Oh, if it was up to my wife, we would have moved yesterday, or at least demolished the house and built a new one on site. Um, but here, here is why. The only reason I bring it up is because as much as I grinched and moaned about it, and as much as I complained, when I got done print, planting that sweet little stick in the ground, I don't know if I've ever felt more accomplished in my life. Standing there with some water, you know, and I'm like, I remember this moment. Whenever it freezes next week and that tree breaks in half. But no, it's just like you feel accomplished, right? It's like, look at me. Is look this, at me planting a tree. Is this Three a good, of them. Is this a good time to plant a tree or should you have No, I think month? it's a terrible time to plant a tree. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I think somebody saw something on, on the book of faces and was like, ooh, we need one of those. Yep, time and, to go. And Impulse. the next thing you know, we got it. And the person's like, yeah, you need to get that in the ground like now. So I'm sure it's an awful time to plant a tree. But <laughs> you can add now, let's see. I would um, uh, amateur plumber because I fixed our toilet. You could add landscaper, right? Because uh, of the mowing and the, and the edging that I do. Yep. There is um, there's a little bit of construction, right? Because I've 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 sawed a few pieces of wood. I chop wood regularly, so I don't know how you would want to. I'm like a logger, lumberjack. There you go. And I guess you could add arborist to it as well. So. See, Plank me, the arborist. See me in a couple of days whenever this thing falls apart. All right, back to sports we go. Last night was... Hi, I'd s- like to return a tree. <laughs> yeah, can I take that back? I mean, is it mine now? Is there a return policy on a tree? Can I take it back to this place in the middle of Edmond that my wife found on some random social media site? Sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah, exactly. I'm in a drive through You take this tree back. Okay, moving on. So we had brought up how during Super Bowl week, there's always a story that kind of steals the headlines for at least a couple of days. And in the mind of one Josh Helmer and Chris Plank, we feel, I think I can say this for you, that this matchup is is worthy of all the attention. Um, I don't well, know. It's the first time since... New England, Philadelphia, we've had matchup of one seeds. I mean, it doesn't happen all that often, believe and, it or not. And as was the case, as was not the case in that meeting, I mean, Carson Wentz was having a Pro Bowl season when he got hurt. God, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Listen to it again. Carson Wentz was having a Pro Bowl season when he got hurt. Yep. And Nick Foles was the backup who came in, and we all know the Philly special. Got them to the Super Bowl, but it felt like, oh, man, is this a ticking time bomb? So all all the storylines are there with this matchup, right? One seed v. one seed, Jalen versus Mahomes, Kelsey v. Kelsey, Andy Reid versus his former team, maybe a fight to put Andy Reid in the top ten to five coaches of all time. Five might be pushing it, but he's not done winning yet, as long as he wants to stick around. if he gets this one, yeah, he's he's sneaking up on that because man, he's already all time wins list. He's really really high and uh, playoff wins list. I think he's second now, is he not? Yeah, number two all time. So yeah, you combine those with a second Super Bowl. I mean, I I think he is top five if he gets this. I do too. So all of that, two stories try to kind of steal some juice from the Super Bowl. Now, I thought, Josh, that the NFL had kind of a gentleman's agreement 
that they wouldn't do press conferences or coaches hirings or anything like that during Super Bowl week. But guess what we had yesterday? The Denver Broncos announcement of Sean Payton as their head coach, which if I'm a Broncos fan, I'm pretty fired up after watching all that, right? Even though the best thing was someone asking him about Russell Wilson having coaches and 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 personal trainers, and Sean Payton looks at the guy and goes, that's foreign to me. That's no. <laughs> like, oh. Sean, why is he so corny? <laughs> your your thoughts on the uh, on the corniest person on the planet, Russell Wilson. Sean Payton, take it away. So we had the Payton presser, and here's just a quick little snapshot from that. The number one job for us as coaches is in, in evaluating our players. What are the things that they do really well, and then let's try to uh, put them in those positions. At least that, that's a starting point, and, and I think that's important to highlight their strengths and also to minim, minimize maybe any weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, and then we were talking about that back and forth, which was, I mean, let's, let, let's face it. You're asking basically a sitting head coach if one of your players' personal coaches are going to be in the locker room. Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. There you go. There you go. Laying down the law. Which uh, good for him. Good for him. He should. Right. Uh, so the other story that tried to steal some headlines yesterday was actually Josh a really good interview that Colin Coward did with Tom Brady he didn't try to interrupt him too terribly much some but not too terribly much and it led to a lot of conversations about whether or not Tom Brady could return to the National Football League in 2023 I know in my heart uh, how I feel and, you know, I put it out on the field for 23 years and I'm super proud of, you know, what's been accomplished. And, um, you know, I just wanted to keep last week really short and sweet. And I felt like I've I've given a lot. I've gained a lot. Um, I've learned a lot. And, you know, life is about exciting things ahead, too. So I think when one thing closes like football has for me for, you know, 32 years of my life and, you know, I look forward to what's ahead. There's new chapters um, and there's new exciting things and there's new growth. There's new opportunities. And. Uh, I'm really excited for what's ahead. So, you know, I've loved my time at football. It's absolutely an incredible love in my life. And it's hard to make decisions like that, but it's certainly the right time. Not necessarily an out-and-out denial, but in the same vein is, you know, what more do you need to hear from someone to understand that they're truly done? I I say this a lot. There's some people that just make their decisions – about how they feel about something, and there's nothing you can do to change that decision. For instance, you could go ask you know, 15 different people about Bob Stoops' retirement to this day, and there would be at least seven, eight people outside of Oklahoma, maybe more, that, oh, there's something, there was something else there. Something else was going on, right? There's just people that believe there's always either something more to the story or even if they see it, they're not truly going to believe it. It can't possibly be that right. they feel they've accomplished a lot and they're happy to re- to step away. I mean, there's going to be. Know? You, I, I guarantee you this because I, I can already see it working in in people's minds. There's going to be a point as the season progresses in the NFL next year where someone's going to get hurt 
and Josh Helmer at the quarterback position immediately, and I mean immediately, Josh, there's going to be a conversation about what if Tom Brady were to come back? I mean, you just know it's going it, to it happen with Sean Payton. Or, sorry. It happened with Drew Brees the last two seasons. Phillip Rivers. It 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 happened with Phil Prevs again this year. The dude's been retired. It happens with Andrew Luck. We we're gonna get that next year, aren't we? As we approach the playoffs. Well, would Tom Brady? Yeah, that's what I'm it? saying. So, you know, he's claiming that he's taken a a, a gap year essentially. Right. I think for me, I want to be great at what I do, and even you know, talking even last week with the people at Fox Sports, you know, and and the leadership there allowing me to start, you know, my Fox opportunity in in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So, take some time to really learn become great at what I want to do, become great at, um, you know, thinking about the opportunity and making sure I don't rush into anything. And I, I, I think when people really bet on me, I think one thing about my career, whether I was when I was drafted by the Patriots or signing for agency with the Bucks, I wanted to be, you know, fully committed. And I, I never wanted to let people down. I think my biggest motivator was that. So, you know, even in the future, I want to be great at what I do. And that always takes some time and strategizing and, and learning and growing and evolving. And I have so many people to rely on that. Um, can support me in that growth too. So it's going to be a good, great opportunity for me to take some time to really uh, certainly become at my Fox broadcasting job, which I'm really looking forward to, but also catching up on other parts of my life that uh, need some, need some time and energy. Like taking thirst trap pictures of yourself in underwear sitting on your bed. Is that the, <laughs> what was that? And why are you, why were you people constantly sharing that on my feed yesterday? I I will say there's there's two things that I would say. It's like, hey, don't want to rush into anything. He signed that contract with Fox pretty quick, right, number one. But number two is somebody who has seen, at the very least, fans do a 180 on Tony Romo. I do appreciate that he's saying, hey, you know, I, I want to be the best at this. You know, I don't want to just be good. I want to be the best. So take it for what it's worth, Josh Elmer. But it sounds like a dude who is D-O-N-E done. You buying it right now? I'm buying it. I am too. I am too. I'm just trying to figure out what he's going to do for the next year and a half. I guess just hang out. If you were, if you, Josh Helmer, had Tom Brady's I wouldn't be money. doing a Fox gig probably. Let's see here. Tom Brady <laughs> net worth. I, and I don't know how much, I don't know how much he lost in the. Yeah, the crypto thing. The crypto thing. But let's see. He's making three hundred and seventy-five million dollars from from Fox, and they said his net worth is two hundred and fifty mil. Which I'm not going to lie, it kind of seemed low to me. But still, it's two hundred fifty million dollars. I, I I would. The next time you saw me, if I was able to retire at what is Tom forty six, forty seven years old, I would have the. I would look like David Letterman. Have you seen David Letterman since he retired? Yeah. Long beard, little pudgy gut, you know, life's pretty good. He's living it up, baby. He's living life. But Tom Brady's just he's driven to continue to try to be the best in whatever he does. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to sit in on some Fox broadcast this next season, if oh, that's yeah? sort of his plan. Not not broadcast the game, but just sort of be in the booth and see how things operate, et cetera, et cetera. I, they, may, and I guess he and Greg Olson are buddies. So maybe pick his brain a little bit. I don't think he should start on the number one team. I think Greg Olson and Kim Burkhart are pretty good. They grew on me as the playoffs progressed. 
And I'd only want because <laughs> Burkhart started to get away from his wide open. Whenever there's someone that was wide right. open, and whenever there They're was someone the like Super Bowl, right? right on top of it, yeah. So I don't know, man. I man booth. You think Brady show? Brady said he's not going to show up. So we'll see. But Burkhart and, and Olsen are pretty good. So in the future, maybe you could see it. That's that's what I'm saying. Sorry. 2024. Tom Brady. Because it'd be, you know, be tough to bump Olsen down, wouldn't it? He's that good. But 5808. Chris Beard, gap year. Guys, Chris Beard, you already have fan bases that are pining for him to come join them. You already see it everywhere. Gap, gap year. Chris Beard's going to be coaching somewhere next year. You know, his gap year started now. You, I, I don't guarantee much, but I'd be willing to almost guarantee that Chris Beard's going to be coaching somewhere, maybe even at a Power 5 school in 2023. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh, wow. All right. It's uh, 10-24. Enough of this uh, Tom Foolery. Get it? Tom Brady? Tom Super Bowl uh, media day from last night. Got a few highlights from that. Plus, plus when we come back, Josh, softball met with the media yesterday. I've got a snapshot preview for our trip to Waco tonight. Top five stories of the day right around the corner and all of your great air comfort solutions. Texts right here on The Ref. Unfortunately, Josh, I think I have some bad news. Um, and by the way, I apologize to the 580 because I just – realized I sent the worst text message spelling-wise I've ever sent in my <laughs> life. Did you look at that thing? I don't thin, comma, they mean Oklahoma. I think the mean Ohio University. Jeez, Plank. I was just typing real quick. So, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, unlike most murder mystery podcasts, I think we have an answer here an hour and 29 minutes into the program on the feeling that the Kelsey brothers had a tie to Oklahoma. In their most recent episode of New Heights, Kelsey Family Secrets, they're interviewing their mom, and their mom talks about how their grandpa went to OU and played collegiately for a year, but then came back to Cleveland. Um. I would I'm just going out on a limb here. You would think there would be a lot more about like a cross country trip or something beyond just they went to OU because our OU is the University of Oklahoma, right? Even the most hated fans call them OU. But I think that's Arch can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's what they call Ohio. University too. Oh, really? So maybe, maybe there is a chance that that because there is no, there's no mention of, there's no mention of like Oklahoma specifically. Yeah. They just say OU a few times. Guess what? I'm back to hating the Kelseys. No. But I appreciate the text to point that out because they do. They mention OU. It's like yeah, and so we went to OU. But I on I think they're talking about uh, Ohio U. I don't think they're talking about because everything in their family is is Ohio. And from the 405, here's who that says, I grew up in Ohio. I can confirm that Ohio University in Athens is called OU. So that's 
I it was it would have been a cool nugget, right? I was ready. I I had Mike Brooks and Dennis Kelly on speed dial. I was like, let's find Travis Kelsey's grandparents and see what they did at Oklahoma. Unfortunately, it's uh, to no avail. Case, to no avail. But it showed. You know those TV. Have you seen those TV commercials about channel whatever works for you? And there'll be someone is like, my heat had been turned off, and I call the heat place, and they never turn it back on. And they'll show like a journalist feverishly working their phones and pounding. That's yeah. how I feel right now. <laughs> Plank and Josh work for you here on the ref. That's what we do. But yeah, no, no Oklahoma tie there. So I'm officially now breaking up with Uncovering Travis and the truths so you don't have to. I am Chris Plank. That is Josh Helmer. We dig deeper so you can send random, unsubstantiated tweets to this show. <laughs> And we can figure out what's real and what isn't. We need the dramatic music behind it. And and I would like that texture to say, I just don't know what I would do without 1,400, 99.3, and 14.30. This guy saved my life. I would have thought and told everyone that Travis Kelsey had a grandpa that went to Oklahoma and played for him. But now they make me smarter. <sighs> Thank you, guys. He's still a villain. Still a bad guy now. Um, <laughs> what is this? Hold on. I've got to stop. I've got to stop. I don't know why. Today, for some reason, I feel like I don't do I do not do a good job of reading all the good text to the show. Right? I'll put a lot on the prep page. We'll get to the last segment, and we'll race through a couple. For some reason, today, I've had the text messages up, and literally- Rent-free. It's Right. Every single time you guys text something, it's like, ooh, that's good. I'm going to read that. Like this. Many moons ago- Katie Couric did the commencement speech at OU. She told her Today Show co-worker that she was speaking at OU, and Matt Lauer said, oh, you're going to Ohio. Oh, man. Katie corrected him and said, no, OU in Oklahoma, the real OU. Boom. Yeah. Man, love her. Yeah, take that, Matt Lauer. Why don't you go talk about that helicopter that you're in taking fire, Matt Lauer. Loser. Real. Take that. You think LeBron plays tonight? I hope so. Oklahoma City looked good last night, so if I was LeBron, I would think I would want that opportunity to to finish it at home. Does it really matter who you're playing? I mean, plus the Lakers, if if they're going to do anything to try to make a push for the playoffs, I mean, you feel like you need to play everybody, but we'll see. He's they claimed he's having what some back stiffness or something, which sounds very Anthony Davis type injury to me. But tonight, LeBron James goes for the record after OKC just, hey, listen, when, when Golden State's shooting it like that, I don't know what you can do. 38 to tie, 39 to break? Correct. 36 to tie. 36, 37 to break. That's right. Wait, they say 36 points away from passing cream. I don't think that's right. I think he's 36 points from tying and 37 from breaking. You know what it is? 32 from no, – uh, speaking of the Lakers and all things West Coast, before we grab a timeout, let's go to the Riverwind Casino jackpot line where USC Brian has been standing by. Good morning, USC Brian. How you doing, man? You know, it's always good in the neighborhood. Kind of down today. I lost my mom on Friday, but hey. Brian, as, I'm so sorry for that. Did. I'm so sorry for that, no man. No problem, brother. No problem, brother. She was the one live wire that made me uh, part, that made me partly what I am today. As crazy as a road lizard. But anyway, 
But you know one monkey don't stop no show. You already know this. <laughs> I hear but it from you all I, the time. I, I got a bone to pick with the, the media. You know, since when did Tom Brady be, uh, be able to walk on water and part the Red Sea? You know, I'm so – everybody acts like he's, he, he's the second coming. Well, I'm sick of that. Why? Why? You know, what? What, you know, what do you have? What's wrong with Tom Brady in the eyes of USC Brian? Well, I mean, I, I you know, there. Okay, okay. There was. Uh, they had a discussion on first take with uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. Saw that. Which had the first time that they, they they're back speaking together, which is amazing to me. But anyway, he one of them said something that was very very profound. One of them said that Tom Brady. Is the greatest quarterback only because yes, he has the rings and yes, he has, yes, he's been from longevity. But there is two other quarterbacks that were better, and everybody kind of dropped their jaw and said, "Okay, who?" They said, "Okay, the best quarterback to play that if you were picking the best quarterback to play in a Super Bowl, you'd pick Joe Montana because he was the best at what he did in the Super Bowl." Okay, I agree with that. The second one said the best weekly quarterback that played on a regular season, the best one that can play per season, would have been Peyton Manning. I agree with that one, too. But to me, I have never always thought that Brady was the greatest because Brady has longevity. Yes, Brady has the ring. Brady has the titles. I agree with all of that. But I never will think he is the greatest of all time. On longevity, yes. But as far as for certain things, no. Overall, yeah, he's got to be because he's got all the records, he's got all everything else, and he's got the most rings. I agree with that. But I never will think he is the greatest of all time. There's several of them that I put up against him that probably would have beat him. In the, but, in the know, official it, list of goats at the quarterback position, the USC Bryan official list, just give me a couple you'd easily have ahead of Tom Brady. Because I have a hard time with this. Montana. I mean, okay, Joe Montana. Montana is one. Uh, I would give Manning. That's who Derek – And who I would Derek also Carfins. give – And I would also give Warren Moon. Now, nobody picks Warren, but Warren has quite a few records, including six Grey Cups, but nobody, nobody counts those. Well, we can't really start throwing Grey Cups – in the middle of this, um, but but I, but I, but I go even before you know whenever he came into the league, he still was one of the greatest. Okay, Brian, we have a lot to unpack here. This is thanks for the call, buddy, and I'm and I'll be I'll be praying for you, man. All right. Thank you, my brother. You take care. You too. Okay. Um, what? Real quick, one one quick pause. Things that don't do much for me, Mike Francesa. I don't get it. Chris Mad Dog Russo is fine, and he yells and screams. I don't need that boring dolt <laughs> to be makeuped, caked on, rolled in front of my TV to give some boring ass. T- oh, boring take. Excuse me, I'm watching my language in 23. But I just like Trent Dilfer said something yesterday too. Do you hear what Trent Dilfer said, Josh? Listen, listen to this. Modern day game does not impress me. It's super easy when you don't get hit as a quarterback and when you can't reroute receivers and when you can't hit guys across the middle. 
I love Tom Brady. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love these guys. It's not impressive. What's impressive is what they did. Who's, who's applauding that? Yeah! Is that from the Baltimore Ravens thing? Is that what that's from? Take I mean, that! Who stands up and goes, yeah! <laughs> yeah, baby! Woo! Speaking our truth. Hell, unless you're trying to build someone. Like, someone is up there. I think it's out of Ravens thing. But nah. what's impressive to me is Lamar Jackson. Right. And it's like, yeah, Ravens! Hey, what's that postseason record? Ah, well. Um, that's, that's a... That is a hot take, Brian. That is a hot take. I've never really – I thought he was going to go in a different direction. Was that actually Rob Parker that just called in? The Rob Parker direction, which is, hey, why are you guys building up someone who has been an accused cheater? And not just an accused cheater, but someone who had been um, – I mean, he served a sentence, so to speak. But I, how about – I don't know if Tom Brady is the most physically gifted quarterback that we've ever seen. I think that might be Peyton Manning. I think that – and then if you want to go deeper, that oh, might be Steve Young, to be honest with you, with the way he could throw it and the way he could run. If you're looking for that total package. I, I mean, there's a debate to be had there. But, I mean, he, he was always the best player on the Patriots. There was never a question about that. So, I've had a, I've had a hard time with – People that don't want to give him, and I know Sports Talk Barry is always all over this too. And people are like, oh, yeah, all he does is check down passes. Well, I mean, you act like he threw, you know, 52 passes a game and 40 of them were check downs. I mean, it's just not, it's not the reality of it. I mean, do you think that you could have put Derek Carr with the Patriots and they would have won six Super Bowls? No. I, I don't know, man. I just, I love. I love what Tom Brady has done. And he's he's the greatest winner in the league's history. It just it is what it is. Yeah, okay. There we go. If we want to get into talent, if we want to get into arm talent, that's a completely different world of a conversation. But there's it, nobody that's won like Tom Brady. Simply put. And probably nobody ever will. Now we got a break. <laughs> the nine one eight. When a guy says Warren Moon, he loses all credibility. Yeah, that was ooh, that, that was that was tough. He, he was a. I mean, Warren Moon is a Hall of Famer, but you have to win games, right? I mean, and I know that people would fight. Say quarterback wins don't matter, and yeah, but when you're talking about somebody that won seven Super Bowls, it matters. Yeah, I mean, you got to have. You know what I mean? You got to probably have three Super Bowls to off, stroll into the conversation. Off the top of my head, or off the top of your head, and this is cheating for me. If I give you the Edmonton Eskimos, would you be able to name no. the four NFL teams that Warren Moon played for? You said no because you thought I was going Canadian football. Oilers, Chiefs, and I, I can't think of the other two. Vikings and Seahawks. Okay. Nine-time Pro Bowler, Offensive Player of the Year in 1990. I mean, he was a great player, but. Yeah, it's, when we're talking about the greatest of all time, I don't, I don't think Warren Moon enters that conversation. But, boy, this is—I mean, is he better than Marino? This is a fun June conversation, that's for sure. That we're having on February seventh. Damn you, USC, Brian! Damn you! All right, quick break. When we come back, uh, your text and Patty Gasso met with the media yesterday. We'll share it with you here on the Ref. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show right here on the Ref. <laughs> you want to hit some of these real quick? Let's. Um. 
5808 writes, Randy Moss caught 23 screen pass touchdowns. That seems to be someone that would be in line with the thinking that Brady didn't do too much, right? Um, I True Sooner says Roger Staubach. But as much as I hate to admit it, Tom Brady is the greatest. All those Super Bowl titles and being phys- being basically perfect in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it took and it took an almost perfect performance to beat him. Zach writes, what was USC Brian smoking? TB is the GOAT. 918. Warren Moon, what did he do to be a GOAT? I for me, I think these conversations are so hard. So hard to have. And fun, right? You get very pointed and get very angry. And ultimately, nobody's right. Right, exactly. <laughs> or wrong. Well, unless you say Warren Moon, that's probably that's wrong. That's probably going to be wrong, right? <laughs> anyway, tough uh, Tough for me not to say that Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. Join us on June 8th when we'll, we'll revisit, revisit this conversation. Yeah. 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 Uh, Tyler from Kellyville. <laughs> Tyler from Kellyville sent a sent a funny picture. Did you see that? He said, I saw this in a store in Stillwater yesterday. And I would say people are still hurt. It's a fall sports calendar for Oklahoma State. They've got, what, a, a soccer player. They've got what looks like a couple cross-country runners. And there's mm-hmm. a picture of Spencer Sanders. But uh, someone has taken a piece of tape and wrote, writ, written, wrote, writ, wrote, wrote, not Spencer Sanders on the tape and plastered it across his face. Well, I, I mean, that is uh... – Still Spencer Sanders. <laughs> so I, I, It's still I Spencer Sanders. I thought they were over it. I thought it was like, let him go, get him out of here. Uh, we night whenever someone leaves and the reasons are very much up in the air as to why, I don't think you really let it go, do you? I think it's something that just kind of is stuck with you. Like, uh Yeah, even when the reasons are pretty obvious, like, I don't know, Caleb Williams, people don't don't tend to be real uh, happy about it. So, mm. all right, how did we get so far behind? It's USC Brian's fault. Quick break. When we come back, let's uh, get you ready for softball. Patty Gasso met with the media. What she say about heightened expectations? We'll play it right out of the break next. I think they're totally different teams, and honestly, I can't remember what I was saying back then. So, that's, uh, I, we don't talk about winning. Um, Repeat. Those are words that we're not really talking about around here um, because it's premature. It's really about the process. It's the journey. It's all of that, all the work we put in, and now just playing it out. I can't tell you how excited they are to play someone else in a different uniform. And so it's just starting off. You know, we're just focusing on weekend per weekend. We're just not going down that that rabbit hole right now. Just. It's it's a scary place to take them to hear them talk about. So um, yeah, I just we're just trying to keep it very day to day and very simple and not get overwhelmed with looking at rankings and things that don't make absolutely any sense right now. So it's a new team. It's a completely different look. So the similarities are are not as much there as they were in sixteen and seventeen. So it, it's a different approach.
And in in 16 and 17, you had Paige Parker in you know 21. You had G. Juarez and Nicole May in 22. It was Jordy Ball. So you're going and, – and Nicole May and Hope Trout. Why now you're adding Alex Turaco to the mix? That's Patty Gasso from yesterday. I got a little bit more coming up in the top five stories of the day. But I am honestly so excited and intrigued to see how this meshes. I've said it a lot. 20 players on this roster, 12 returning, four freshmen, one of who's going to redshirt, four newcomers – Ford Portal editions, newcomers, that were all rock stars and could have gone anywhere they wanted, and they chose here. Alina Torres, anywhere. Sidney Sanders, anywhere. Alex Straco, anywhere. Haley Lee, even if it was late, anywhere. And they end up here. As, you know, maybe a piece of the pie that might not be as, if that's even a good analogy to use, that might not be as large as where it would be somewhere else. Sure. It's fascinating. But, but man. you want to be a part of this and you you want to expose yourself, challenge yourself by greatness. Mm-hmm. And here you are. So Patty talked about the pitching depth and the recovery of Jordy Ball. Plus, you know, she's talked with us many times about, as she's told this year, reporter, about the challenges going forward and not trying to do too much to replace Jocelyn Olive. So we'll get to all that coming up. Uh, in the top five stories of the day. If you're just tuning in and and you missed it from last night, Kansas beats Texas, pulls away down the stretch. We've got uh, an update from that. The Sooners are off to Waco today for women's hoops. I'll have the call for you tonight, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip on the women's side. Men's team tomorrow, though, in desperately desperate need of a solid showing. The latest bracketology, not kind to the Sooners, but what else did you expect? Um, and Super Bowl. Super Bowl week is here. Let's go. It's Plank Show right here on the Home Sooner Fans. Top five stories of the day is next.